Hello? Who is this? Hello, everybody. Welcome. Oh, he. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say do it as the horrible DJ person. Wait, which DJ? The one in the movie. The friend. I don't know any of their names. I don't know no, any no. of their names. Didn't you tell me she was a DJ? No, like she, a she's a musician. She's oh. uh, she's like a singer. I've like listened to a couple of her songs. They're not that bad, but. Do it like she like she delivers her lines. Hello, welcome to Stay on the Line podcast. I'm Tara Carr. And every week I talk about a podcast topic that relates to horror movies. And yes, this week I got a special guest. They're, they've been here twice and they're here for a thrice time and they don't have lice. Please welcome Paola. Paola. So gay. <laughs> Hey guys, um, welcome back to uh, Stay on the Line. I'm your host, Tara Card, and every week I like to talk about a horror genre topic. And this week I got OG guests on the podcast. Give it up for Paula, the intern, intern Paula. This is what you see. Smash that like button and subscribe. (laughs) Whenever you do it, I lose my shit. It like makes my face hurt. How are you doing? I'm great. I am so excited to talk about this movie because I feel like we've been talking about it since my first episode and it was just meant to be. It we've to been happen. we've been edging everybody. Yeah, it was. I think it was a natural transition, though, like pooping lesbians. <laughs> well, the last perfection <laughs> definitely was hinting towards this for sure. because <laughs> That movie also has pooping lesbians if you have not listened to it. And what I'm movie are we talking about? Want that to be my brand. We are oh. talking about <laughs> you are a pooping lesbian. <laughs> the Green Inferno. Which was supposed to come out in 2013, but I remember it kept getting pushed back. And I believe it came out like finally in 2015. Because I actually saw this movie in theaters. You did? Yes, because like my friend had been had told me about the movie in 2013. And it from the trailer, y'all, from the trailer, it looks like it's gonna be a good movie because it's not marketing itself as camp and it's not marketing that it's going to be a bad movie. It looks like it's going to be good and kind of like gory and crazy. No. Well, it's gory, but it's not good. It is crazy. Yeah. It's, it's disgusting. It's so disgusting. Did I tell you last time? I feel like I told this story last time that I was just scrolling through Netflix and I played it because I thought it was a crocodile movie. Oh, see, we got to have you back now. We've been, now we've been edging the crocodile movie. We got to get to this. I'm obsessed with crocodile movies. So I was like, one that I haven't seen. Turns out, not crocodiles. No, not one. There are jaguars. Yeah, one. One, a very good, is it CGI? I'm assuming. (laughs) Probably. Really, really try hard symbolism. I this movie tries so hard with foreshadowing it it's not good but can you explain a quick synopsis actually no I don't want you to do that Paula you know what I want you to do what I want you to tell the audience how you been oh (laughs) even though we just talked for like 50 minutes but in in this terms it's been one minute so as Miss RuPaul said if the cameras are on (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing um, you say matters unless that Zoom call gives you commission or permission. <laughs> consent. consent. Recording in progress. <laughs> no, I've been good, booked and blessed. Yes, at the airport. At the airport, yeah. Yeah, if you go to Costa Rica, you will hear my my voice. That's like really cool though. And also annoying because like it's constantly. It's yeah, because like your people are probably like, oh, you're like no flash photography, everybody. So please don't <laughs> don't look at me. No, because a lot of my friends went to get vaxxed uh, to the states, and all of them sent me a voice message of me going, "Dear passenger," it was horrifying. I still think that's cool. I couldn't, I couldn't hear my fucking dumb voice. So I'd be like, hello, passengers. They'd be like, that sounds like a, a faggot to me. They, they would. And they have. Oh my God. Homophobia. Any project. I just choked on my words. <laughs> Any <laughs> projects coming up? Anything that you've been up to? I see a lot of queens on your wall. Oh, those are old. Oh, I thought you made more. No, I haven't. I was very busy with school, but. Oh, true. You finished school, right? Yep. Yep. It went great. Still got one semester left, but. And then you have your degree? Yep. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Wait, what's your degree in? I'm a psych major. (laughs) Isn't that ironic? Because I'm so fucked in the head. Yeah. You should be in STEM. Women in STEM. Women in STEM. I'm talking to a fan. (laughs) Yeah, a fan. You know. As if you don't have a mic right next to you. It's over here, but I'm going to make it spike if I do that. (laughs) For some reason, every time I use Zoom, like the quality of my mic becomes poop. So that's weird. But yeah, I've been I've been good planning some stuff. I don't want to jinx it. So yeah, I'm not going to say what it was, but you will not successfully hide the body. So (laughs) shut up. We talked about Green Inferno. So I want you to give us a quick non-spoiler synopsis of a six, well, technically almost a 10-year-old movie because they probably filmed in 2012. Holy shit. Yeah, well, you can tell. <laughs> so I mean, they say the R word in this movie. I was like, oh, That's we just had to throw that in. My, my second note is, okay, R slurs. <laughs> yeah, but that was... So random. Anyways, this movie is about a group of students, um, very American, very um, white. Well, no, one of them had an accent, but... And one of them isn't uh, white. A group of college students who give off white people energy. Because <laughs> okay. um, I feel like missionary work is always very damaging, like more damaging than good yeah um but they want to be the saviors and they want to go to peru i think so is it peru or chile not chile but funny you say that the two actors in here the actress the main actress is chilean oh just yeah yeah she's a chilean actress oh that's why i was confused because in the credits because the credits are 45 minutes long and are at the beginning of the movie uh, and it says I, the casting I, was from Chile, yeah. It's kind of weird that they casted this girl as like kind of like a suburban like white girl, even though she's like, I'm pretty sure Spanish is her first language. I mean, relatable, relatable content. <laughs> <laughs> they want to go to Peru to stop a corporation from like basically tearing down a piece of the Amazonian rainforest 
I guess. Is that located in Peru? <laughs> I don't think so, I but think I think so they either. said it. Yeah. I think they said it. Well, and they're going to tear down like a local tribe too. Yeah, a local tribe. So they want to go and they want to do a protest with social media, which very dated <laughs> because they're all like streaming and some sort of streaming service that somehow works for all of them at the same time and it looks really bad yeah <laughs> it looks so bad and like their little iphone 4s's yeah yeah and then they go and it kind of works but then it doesn't and then they start dying yeah well half the cast dies before even the even cr like shittier things start happening which honestly, that is how I would want to go. I know you always ask if I would survive in this movie. I do not want to survive in this movie. I want to be killed in the plane crash. Spoilers. No, it's literally Sorry. in the trailer. It's literally in the trailer. <laughs> and it's, yeah, the first 25 minutes. And oh my God. So, okay, let me, let me get the cast first because we all know I fucking forget. So the Queen Inferno, it is starring Loren Lorenza, Izo as Justine. We also have Sky Fair. I don't know how to say her last name. She's a musician. Sky Fair Herrera. Is that Ferreira. She plays Casey. Terrible acting. She has a lot of acting credits too. She was like in the baby driver too. Now, did you recognize? I want to ask you, did you recognize any actors or actresses in this movie? I recognize the dad as Carl from Desperate Housewives. You know who I recognize? who i recognize i didn't know his name in this movie his name is lars he's the ginger daryl oh Sabara. spy kids spy, kid. yeah, yeah, spy yeah. kids and it's also married to megan trainer megan trainer yeah honestly i could say the whole cast but do i need to like none of them are really like <laughs> no they're not in anything i the bad guy's name who i didn't know until the very end of this movie alejandro is played by Ariel Levi, who coincidentally, him and Justine, uh, the actress Lorenza, they were both in the movie The Aftershock, which is a Chilean horror movie about earthquakes. And Selena Gomez is in that movie too. What? She just has like an appearance. Like some dude is like hitting on her and she's like ill and like walks away. I feel like the guy who plays Alejandro and the best friend Sky. For Ferreira. They're probably the worst actors in the movie. The guy who plays Alejandro sounds like he is reading the script for the first time when he's saying the lines. You want to know something funny? What? He too is a singer, but he also is a professional wrestler. Good for her. That definitely does not help his <laughs> acting though. <laughs> but it does I'm explain so sorry. everything. I was just I was trying to make it a very immersive experience and his acting was really taking me out of it. But you know what brought you back in? The yeah. poop. The poop brought you back the in. Poop. Oh, That's who was this movie directed by? I probably should say that too. Is it Eli Roth? What else did he direct? Oh my God, the budget was 5 million. Girl, what? On what? I guess, I mean, they hired a lot of people. They did a, a plane crash too. The ants, the <laughs> they definitely, they ran out of budget with the ants. The ants for sure. Yeah, Eli Roth. Oh my God, that's the director? Of what? Because I know movie? he directed, a, yeah, and he directed a really good one before this. That's why Do you know who he was, you know he was, who he married 
Who? The Justine. And they were in the That's movie. That's true. Really? Yes, yes. And they were in the movie Aftershock too. They were like a couple, I think. How old is he? Are they yanking my chain? I feel like they're yanking my chain. <laughs> we really messed up. You know, Eli yeah. Roth, he's his, first of all, his name is Gringo in the movie. I mean, he probably doesn't have a name and they call him Gringo. His, that's what happens a lot here. He's 49. Oh God, I'm so ready for my Hispanic tidbits. I bilingual. Um, yeah, she's 31 and he's 49. So, oh. but they're not married anymore. They got divorced in 2019, but still very interesting. Very icky. It's always very icky to me. Wet and icky make, wait, no, wet and sticky make mommy icky. Yeah, like the director and then like the main actor. That's kind of kind of sus. Yeah, very sus actually. Um <laughs> but yeah, he was in the the Aftershock and a lot of other films. <laughs> but he directed like a big movie, you no? Know? Eli Roth, it's he sounds familiar. Okay, maybe yeah. I, let me get back to uh IMBD. He maybe. directed Hostel. Wait, really? Yeah. Yes, Queen. No. What other acting credits? I mean, directing credits does he have? He also did the screenplay. Oh, my guy. Oh, he did Cabin Fever? Whoa. Grindhouse? He did Grindhouse? Oh, wait, I, re- I reviewed that movie. He's done a lot of shit. Oh. That's why people were so excited to watch this movie, and then it was garbage. Oh, he even did the Cabin Fever remake, and then he did Baywatch, too? Oh, this movie was bad. Yep. Oh, sorry, Eli. But Justine, she does okay in this movie. I guess we'll get right into it before my internet connection goes out again. <laughs> so we're gonna be ha- we're gonna have to talk uh, a million miles per second. My first note that I did yeah, write down like said, she- "Girl, here we go." I said, "Why are the credits thirty minutes long?" I was sewing and I had a good time of like sewing, and then I could start taking <laughs> notes. It opens up with a protest in a- on a college campus and. We're introduced to Justine, who has a roommate. That's also her friend who's played by that Sky Girl. Her name doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. This this girl, her roommate slash her best friend is like, fuck these people. Let them starve to death because they're doing like a (laughs) hunger strike. I was like, oh my God. And she like eats a bagel in front of them being like, yeah, you want some of this? Yeah. She also says the R word. So that was pretty, that was my like fifth note. You said that was your second. And then like 10 minutes later, she goes, activism is so fucking gay, dude. (laughs) And also, oh my God, I forgot she says this, but this was also an annoying line. Like her and Justine are talking and Justine's like, oh, I'm not eating. And she's like, oh, are you on that stupid hunger strike too? And then Justine says, what girl doesn't want to starve themselves? I was like, excuse me? Yeah, it's a little tone deaf. It's for sure a little tone deaf. There's this, a lot of fat jokes throughout the movie. Oh, like a little uncomfortable. Very. There's so many fat jokes. Yeah, this was written by Eli Roth and some other dude. So this dude is writing this script for this girl. And I'm assuming they're both not Jewish because Sky's character is like talking all this shit about like Jewish liberals. And she's like, and this stranger walks up and she's like, I can say that I'm Jewish. And then and that's, pulls out a necklace. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. I, I forgot this. Casey, they, when they 
walk across this group again Casey's like oh my god I wish someone would just come over and gas them tear gas them I was like my god they were trying you can tell that men wrote this character because like they were trying to make her edgy but it was just bad it was very bad they try to make her seem like the quirky like awkward friend which she is awkward because her acting is not good yeah and also I feel like I don't know what they were trying to do with their dynamic but at some point when she's saying goodbye and she hugs her and she's like Justine wait (laughs) and she stops she's like what and she goes nothing never mind I love you I I fully felt like she was gonna tell her that she loved her like a confession I remember that line when I first watched this movie in a theater. I've only watched this movie twice and it was the second time was for this podcast. I remembered that line from six years ago of her just going, wait. And she goes, what's up? And she goes, nothing. See you around. Bye. (laughs) Nothing. See you later. Oh, and I forgot this too. Like she, like there's a, they're in this class and they're talking about like female mutilation they kind of tried with the foreshadowing yeah and they even foreshadow the the ants too because it's like next slide and it's ants they're talking about like how like some like tribes will basically like mutilate um like women's virginas is what i just said virgina good job (laughs) no it's the it's not the vagina it's the clitoris they cut it off oh okay yeah yeah that i think I've, i've read about that too and yeah. <laughs> Justine is like, we need to do something about it. My dad works in the UN. <laughs> like, we can get shit done. My father is a lawyer at the United Nations. Yeah. There's something we got to do about this. <laughs> That's, like, equivalent to a girl being like, my dad owns the local, like, Burger King in town. So, like, we can, wait, we're pretty, like, high class. Okay. It's so bad. It is so obviously just like a so much privilege going on oh my god yes and oh my god I'm reading my notes too because there's so many funny things that happen before we even get to the meat and bones of this film (laughs) they some guy stops her after work and was like your dad works in the UN cool come to my thing and he goes don't think act and Casey is like what are are you think you're really gonna do that she's like no I'm not thinking I'm gonna I'm gonna act (laughs) It's so bad. I feel like I I always say this about the movies that we watch. Um, they're always a different genre. This one is a comedy. This is hands down a comedy with a lot of gruesome shit. But yeah, we were talking about that too. We were you you were like I forgot how like horrific this movie is. It's just so cringy. It's so hor- like the. The gruesome parts are horrifying. The horror parts aren't scary. They're just funny and ridiculous. And, and the dialogue is terrible. The dialogue is so bad. I, I kind of want to try to do Alejandro how he talks. Because it's like, I don't, I can't do it. Because it's you just, so bad. You just brought up so many things. When you just said his name and his choices. He makes a lot of choices in this movie. Before we get to his character... Justine has dinner with her UN dad and for some reason brings her roommate there too. She's like, are you gonna eat that cheese bread? Uh, no, go ahead, lady. Yeah, because there, I feel like one revision of the script was like, make them lesbians. Yeah, well, and then they were like, 
hey, there's two other lesbians going on this trip. Let's make them fall in love and it'll be like Romeo and Juliet on steroids. <laughs> I love on, that. And straight up ketamine. Oh my God, this is, I love this part of the movie. Mind you, we're like still 10 minutes into this movie. I have <laughs> yeah. so many notes. I haven't taken this many notes on a, in a movie in a while. <laughs> she goes to this meeting that this, uh, this like big guy told her to go to. Big guy is is the only i don't know his actual name but he's notably big and they they write pretty mean things about this big guy in this film too is it is it jonah we'll we'll call him that (laughs) sure it might not be but that's what we're gonna call him we're gonna call him jonah so jonah invited her to this meeting and they're explaining this trip that they're gonna go to possibly um peru and um they're going to chain themselves up to trees and bulldozers well they don't even say that yet she was like oh they're like planning like we're gonna go there and we're gonna live stream stuff and justine's like what are you gonna do you're gonna go there and starve yourself (laughs) and alejandro is like get the fuck out of here bitch and i didn't think he was serious but he kicks her out (laughs) that was better acting than what he did he was like you need to leave right now <laughs> he's like are you he a like, freshman I, I can tell it's so bad it's so bad okay it's kind of funny though yeah and then the next day she tries to talk to him again and he was like oh you think you're a white girl you think you can go to other countries and change things and she basically is like yes we gotta tell them he says something like you must shame them like to go to other countries and shame them for what their practices are I was like not I don't mm-hmm. Not the tea. No. no, but he goes, he goes, um, what is it that you're passionate about? Like, no, mo- just monotone. And then at the end, he goes up. That's exa- all of his lines are delivered like that, except the last one. Yeah, instead of being speaking- like, what are you passionate about? He's like, what are you passionate about? Yeah. Like, he's <laughs> emphasizing the wrong lines. She was like, I'm passionate. Like, he was like, what keeps you up at night? And she's like, African girls. Like, that's what she says or something. I don't even... <laughs> They, they, women's rights in Africa not the white bitch being like let me go to other countries and tell them they're doing something wrong it's always so strange it makes this whole movie makes me cringe which is why I don't feel bad for any of them in the end <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this is when they had their meeting and I wrote down is that the guy from Spy Kids and it is and we see his dick oh my god yeah we, we actually <laughs> do see his penis in this movie Dick and balls, yeah. Dick and balls. Uh, but they're at this meeting and they're I'm I just wrote down what the fuck is their goal to tweet about it. That's what I was, and even when they did the thing, it was like they did it, and then it's like, yay, we succeeded, but they really didn't do anything. They just almost got Justine killed, and that was it. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so fucked up too. So there's this one girl, what's her name? Kara or Kara? Oh, she's, she's the worst. She's like Alejandro's like girlfriend or something and she's like do you really want to be here or do you have other um you want to talk to my boyfriend the right reasons Mm -hmm. i feel like we should do the group as a whole so they all go the group that is going to peru is alejandro the guy with the terrible acting justine the main character spy kid jonah Uh, yeah and then the two lesbians two lesbians i don't remember their names and then oh and the bald guy the bald guy with the beard don't know his name either marshall i don't 
I don't think that was his name. Yeah, I don't. They they do make it to South America because I just wrote mm-hmm. down South America because I didn't know where they went. They're on a plane too. They 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 get there and they're you don't see them on a big plane, but you see them on a, a smaller plane. So I was like, okay, it's about to happen, right? Which I want to fact check because I am also from a Latin American country. And it's all very, you know, those American Hollywood movies where it's like, they go to Mexico and it's like yellow. Oh yeah, well, they'll, if it's a, a movie outside of the US, like they do it in Africa too, and, and, and the continent, yeah. And it happens in this one where they like, I remember they land in this like airport and they go out and there's no gates that's not we have airports we have gates it's a little they're not wearing helmets someone should tell them to wear a helmet yeah exactly and i feel like there was a disconnect between some stuff being written by actual latino hispanic people and then some parts being like okay this is written by americans like when they okay so they get to peru and they meet this guy who's like funding their entire trip and he kisses them on the cheek and that I was like oh a Latino person wrote that into the script because we all well before the the little pandemic but (laughs) (laughs) um everybody kiss on the cheek that's how you greet somebody yeah and Spain too but Spain is two kisses Uh, yeah they do the side to side yeah (laughs) and the guy goes just one we're not in Europe (laughs) oh he says that yeah, because oh, we do that funny. a lot. Well, mm. we used to. They it's get lovely. to Peru and then they go on these like bicycle things. Yeah. I wrote down a, one of the lesbians who's like a, a neat freak about everything. She's like, no helmets, that's child abuse. That's so funny. And with a version, like a cumbia version of a very known ballad. <laughs> I don't know why they picked Oh, that. yeah, that was so random. Corre, 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 corazón. It was so strange. Yeah, I was like, not them singing about, like, my love and all this. And yeah, it's just it was, like a random montage. It was camp. <laughs> so they're having, like, dinner or lunch or something. And Alejandro's like, oh, and when we get there, they're going to be armed, which he's mentioned to them before, like, they're going to be armed. And some of them are like, wait, really? We might get, like, we might be shot at? And, he, and Alejandro goes, well, if they shoot us, they're going to have to kill all of us. And I was like, "They, I think they just might. He was so bad at encouraging, encouraging them. He's supposed to be the leader. And he goes, well, you signed up to be here. If you're here, it's because of your own fault. If you don't want to do it, then you can leave. Like, what kind of speech <laughs> is that? I would have immediately left. I would have been like, thank you for that half uh, flight here that y'all paid for. I will be flying back. I'm going to go have like a margarita. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can go. Literally. This is when he's like, they're like, oh, well, if they have guns, we need to get guns. <laughs> and he says, these. these are our guns. And he <laughs> picks are- up a phone. He's like, these are our guns. We're going to go live. <laughs> what bitch that has stopped governments before bestie if you've never gone live then you're probably gonna have like two people watching yeah and he was like i have a lot of followers so i was like (laughs) okay i've seen lives where people get murdered it doesn't matter everybody does everybody else have a lot of followers because they all went live yeah camera camera (laughs) camera 
filmo camera filmo <laughs> oh my god i love and you told me that she her first language was spanish and she yes. still had to sit there in front of the camera going filmo filmo camera filmo <laughs> i'm like i guess it's okay if she's you know spanish or um yeah. spanish speaking but it's kind of funny to think of now like she's pretending like she doesn't know what the fuck anyone's talking about oh i love doing that i love speaking spanish like an american it's my favorite thing in the world como estas <laughs> hola conocen a donde esta la playa <laughs> mi corazón <laughs> So after lunch is over, they're traveling more now. And it's like, they're filming it to be like hectic. Like, oh, look, they, they travel hectic down here in Peru. And it's supposed to be like, they're like, oh, come on. We got to keep going. We got to go. And they make it to these boats. And eventually they, they work their way up to the site where there's the construction. However, we have a foreshadowing of poop. We have a pee break. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can't have poo-poo without pee-pee, okay? So we have a pee break with Justine. Is that her name? And if you take, if you want to take something from this podcast, it is. You can't have poo-poo without pee-pee. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Because sometimes when you go, when you go poo-poo, sometimes you do pee-pee at the same time. That's funny. Dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Just the more you know. <laughs> Justine and Spike it both have to pee. So they give Justine a, a machete and they give Spike it a gun just in case there's bugs. Well, honestly, snakes, snakes. Yeah. I would have I would have shot for bugs too. And that's what he does. He shoots like this tarantula like three times. Yeah. That's right in front of his dick. We see dick. <laughs> we see yeah, like the neck and we penis. see balls. Yeah. Did not expect and that in this movie. My the funny the funny thing is he goes into the jungle. I would have fully peed on the beach. Yeah, I'm not getting that Why? far. Yeah, and Justine is like chilling, peeing, and she goes, "This is the girl's tree." Like Diva, focus on surviving. <laughs> what the fuck? This is the girl's tree. <laughs> oh, oh, so the trees are are binary now. Yeah, and yeah, and so the the tree that he picks is a tarantula. And so he shoots the tarantula. I'm gonna guess he didn't he didn't kill it. No. Also, what happened to that gun? That would have came in handy. I think they took um because the, oh, the yeah, people yeah. that drove them there just kind of left them there. Yeah. And okay, okay, I guess we'll we'll get to that part. So they arrive to their destination and they're they're all taking off their clothes. And the funny thing about this whole thing about like their whole like scheme is no one knows what the fuck they're doing they're fucking clueless it's like alejandro and his girlfriend that are like we gotta do this blah, blah. and everyone's like fucking rats jumping around the corner looking for food where, yeah where do we leave our bags what is happening yeah they just kind of like went along with everything kind of just got on the plane and and they were gonna play by ear they were yes ending yes oh my god they bring back yes ending <laughs> That's kind of what they were they were doing. They had no fucking plan. <laughs> and so they get dressed in like construction worker outfits and they head to the site where they're bulldozing and they chain themselves up to some trees and some bulldozers. At one point, 
they blow something up too, which I was like, how did you bring that here? And the issue is Justine can't get her lock to close on her chain. So eventually when everyone finds them out, cause they're all like, record, let the world know. They come on, are- film more camera, film camera yeah they they they're like yanking on them to like see who gets off and they pull justine and bitch they pull a gun out to justine's head like they're about to shoot her in the head and fucking uh is it is her name kara i think so she's like yeah do it shoot her bitch kill her see what happens yeah and then alejandro oh why why he said it in english first beats me (laughs) Because they obviously are all Spanish speakers. This was for the movie. He goes, that girl, <laughs> that girl is the daughter of a lawyer on the United Nations. And everyone's like, what is he saying? Well, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, says then he says Spanish. it in Spanish. And they're all like, oh, got it. Yeah, because he could have just said it in Spanish and she wouldn't have known, like Justine wouldn't have known. Yeah. Um, I mean, the actress would have known, but I guess for intensive purposes for Justine, they basically used her to be like a bulletproof shield to be like, well, she's in, I bet you they gave her a broken lock too. Yeah, fully. Cause, cause uh, the girlfriend gave, gave her one specifically to her. I think that was the plan all yeah. along. It was Agatha all along. No. Who's been forgiving everything? I've been shaking my ass to. <laughs> Those who can't see, I maybe wish, on Patreon, yeah. but I am shaking my ass. This is where I wish this podcast had video form. I think I I have to get I have to get on Patreon. Yeah, you do. Police. Okay, first of all, I don't think Police. that that is Police. army. That is that is the army. Um, I don't think they're going to stop and listen to what you have to say. And I also don't think very powerful government officials are just like out of nowhere watching that live stream to call you and be like, oh, that is actually the daughter of somebody who works at the UN. Yeah, because like in the live stream, like after he says in Spanish, this is the UN person's daughter, immediately the guy holding the gun up is like he gets a phone call and hangs up and victory for them and that's the end of it they're like yeah that's it that was their plan to just almost get killed i do have to say in spanish it does have a lot more emotional range so maybe you know maybe it was something maybe he's just a bad english actor yeah, that's what I was thinking. Cause like in Spanish, he he really does like do the damn thing. He's like, well, in the movie Aftershock too, everything is in Spanish for the most part. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's better than that. I haven't seen that in like a decade. So they're going back to the boats because they're getting arrested. And they're like, where's all our stuff? I don't know where all our stuff is. Oh my God. And they eventually <laughs> make it back to the plane. And once they get in the plane, they're partying because they're like, woo, we did it. We're gonna, yeah. we're trending on Twitter. And Justine is like traumatized in the corner oh, after my... almost being killed. And they're I all like, love woo, it. beer, weed, woo. Yeah, they're smoking. And did you know, I think before they got on the plane, the sketchy guy that was like funding all their stuff, did he give them 
their passports. He bought the police off, which actually isn't that unlikely in a Latin American country. Oh, okay. I thought he was yeah. giving them passport, like their passports, so they couldn't go back. The other way around. Probably the police confiscated them, and he gave the police a lot of money to give them back. Okay. Honestly, it probably doesn't matter too much, because they're, they're, they put into the end of this movie, like, there's going to be a sequel, but there's not. It was, why? Because it was terrible. Because they spent five million and only made seven million. That's really bad. <laughs> Paula, we're going to a break. So, and what? <laughs> it was that outro. We're going to go to a break. So, when we come back, Paula and I will be talking more about poo poo pee pee lesbians, just like the yeah. last episode. We love a theme. We love the theme. Oh, and we're going to be talking more about how we wish there was Crocs in this movie. We need Croc representation. Hey guys, if you're listening this far into the podcast, I need you to go to iTunes or anywhere that you can review your podcast. And I would love it if you left a rating and a review on this podcast. It would mean a lot, preferably five stars and a good rating. And just leave a comment there. A positive one. Don't call me an idiot or anything like that. That would be kind of mean. And if you hear that, that's Sunny in the background. She's here for this I... ad break. You're going to hear her on every episode that there's going to be an ad break now. So. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Oh, uh, can I do one in Spanish? Sure. Bienvenido. Estás escuchando al podcast de Data Card. Stay on the line. Si estás escuchando, lo puedes encontrar en iTunes, Google Podcasts y donde quieras que puedes escuchar el audio de Stay on the Line. Por favor, deja cinco estrellas si puedes de todo este comentario que vamos a hacer. Gracias por todo y tengan buena noche. Yeah, what she said. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Gracias. Or how Americans say, Dana da. Thanks, Dana da. <laughs> Paula, would you like to welcome us back into the podcast? <laughs> I think I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to do our friend Sky. Oh, the actress <laughs> in this movie. I was like, Sky Fieri? Yeah. Guy Fieri? Hi, like, welcome back. We're talking about like this movie and like it's so fucking gay. Like activism is so fucking gay and so is this podcast. Like it's whack, man. I'm offended. <laughs> so like honestly, like I will be live streaming this on my camera because apparently people don't know what a fucking phone is in 2013 I, and they had to specify. Im imagine if Justine and uh, her friend were actually gay, and then we also had the lesbians, then activism would be fucking gay. The croc could be gay too. Wait, <laughs> gay crocs. But it's a, it's a girl croc and a girl hippo. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> this is where it starts for real. Yeah, one, mind you, we're like probably like 40 minutes into the film now. <laughs> And hopefully the podcast will not crash again. So yeah, even the universe doesn't want us to do this. <laughs> but you know what? We're gonna do it anyways. So they're in the plane, and then a thing explodes, and they go down. And yes. then, and it is probably 
one of the most disgusting things because they're like flipping and the plane is doing all of it and then jonah is like blip, and then up. he throws yeah. up all over his face <laughs> oh my god yeah but yeah and then a a part of the plane falls off yeah and, and... there was people in that too so yeah. half the half the cast that we don't really even meet is in the back of the plane and they're gone some bitches yeah. are flying out of the plane too and they they're crashing like nose first and you get a pretty good shot of a fucking like tree pipe going right through the, the uh pilot's head pilot's yeah. head it's gnarly this whole movie is gnarly yeah gnarly did subscribe <laughs> it goes to zero to 100 fucking fast oh i forgot to mention when justine is on the plane and she's fucking pissed jonah is like hey justine she goes fuck off fuck off <laughs> fuck yeah because because this is after she talked to alejandro about it and Alejandro, again, big old gaslighter, fucking psychopath. Yeah. He goes like, you signed up for this. This was you. We didn't force you to come. You knew the risk. You wanted to come, so we gave you a role. And she's yeah. like, yeah, I didn't know my role was to be fucking murdered on yeah. a live stream. Even Jonah's trying to be like, look, you did this for them. Look at them. And it's just trees. <laughs> and she's like looking yeah. out the window like... <laughs> Not Jonah. Do I to, look like I give a fuck? It's, yeah. It's the way I would ban all these people from my contacts as soon as I got home. <laughs> so, um, oh my God. So they crash, right? Yeah. And they crash and everybody's like trying to see what's happening, what is going on with them. And like, I literally wrote this down. Like how this guy, how do you survive a plane crash and then walk directly into a propeller? right into a fucking propeller he's like oh no him. what and it killed him it chopped <laughs> off his like fucking face like his head yeah and no, it's, honestly same. it happens so quickly though like all this gore happens so quickly that you're just in shock of what's happening because you don't know what the fuck's going on it's so horrendous you're just sitting there with your mouth open just like am i actually with missing this right now yeah you can so, even see like there's a bitch in the tree like moaning like uh. yeah with something impaled too i guess yeah but then very satisfying moment tip for me for, for me, me para, para me the girlfriend gets fucking shot in the neck from from what we don't know yet yeah but, but she gets shot and then alejandro goes and he's like don't worry it's all gonna be fine just breathe just breathe and then immediately gets shot in the head yes with another fucking arrow because and... like it's also really sudden because she's just walking forward because she like sees someone she's like hey help and just gets like randomly shot through the fucking neck and also you know what's really fucked up is everyone i thought everyone else was getting shot with arrows no they're getting shot with darts so they just wanted to shoot this bitch in the fucking neck <laughs> because they felt like it. And then but in the you head. Know what? As Miss Taylor Allison Swift once said, Taylor. I don't regret it one bit because she had it coming. And she really did. I thought they were going to build up some like kind of rivalry thing. <laughs> no. Everybody else got like darted to sleep and she got shot in the head. Twice. <laughs> Twice. Oh my God. Yeah. And it was so sudden, too, because we got that propeller death right there. And I was like, oh, my God. And then she got shot in the head twice. And I was like, oh, my God, where are we yeah. going with this movie? Yeah. It, it really imagine my surprise when I was 
hoping for a crocodile movie and people just start getting shot in the head and killed with propellers like <laughs> when the whole cast of the movie dies and there's only seven people left in this movie now <laughs> I was like where is the crocodile yeah um but yeah they so they get darted to sleep and then mm -hmm. they're on like boats but then they get to the village and I think this is probably my favorite bit of the movie I think this is what was executed the best because they like show the village with like the severed heads and like the bodies hanging and I'm like yeah. This is a little disturbing. I'm yeah. This. And it's all these people who are like painted red, like running out and mm -hmm. like pressing, touching them, like yeah. touching them with blood and stuff. And clearly they're all horrific uh, or horrified, just screaming. They all like line them up, and a lady that's painted yellow comes out. She's like looking at them, mainly at the, the women, right? This is before. Um, but that's what I was going to ask. Like, do you think? the people who are painted red are like normal people and yellow painted people are like the authorities. Cause I know the man who was all painted black. Yeah. He his face was painted yellow and I yeah. think some other person was painted yellow. So maybe those are like the leaders. Yeah, most likely. And then there was one person painted all white too, besides Justine. So I was like, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they were probably uh, preparing the whole thing. So, but first, before that lady does that horrible thing to the women, um, they all get put in a cage, except for our good friend Jonah. Jonah. Who's like, I feel like his his blood sugar dropped or something, because he was not, straight up not having a good time. Well, also, he just went through a plane crash, so he probably has a concussion too. Oh, that too. Yeah. And they start like walking him down to this place and they give him what looks like red water. I don't think it was blood. Because yeah. He was like, oh my God, thank you. I was so thirsty. That's yeah. why I was thinking like dizzy and stuff. But no, they just give him that and then they sit him down on a plank of stone and take it away. Yeah. He, the lady in yellow comes up, plops both of his eyes out while he's still alive. <laughs> And then they start hacking at him. Well, first they they cut out his tongue. He's screaming still. Yeah. They start and cutting the off lady his legs. Eats them. Eats them raw. Eats mm -hmm. the, both of the eyeballs and the tongue, which was very strange because then they always cook them. Yeah. And they clean him too. They and she just like ate them raw. But yeah. I also think it's pretty fucked up that they like cut his arms and legs and torso off before the head yeah because he was alive for all of it yeah and everyone's watching and the villagers are like getting they're getting their life the cast that we're supposed to call protagonists are mortified too i i want y'all to know prior to this literally this man is getting like oh you can't talk to pretty girls you're fat like he's getting that this whole movie so of course they're going to be like let's kill the fat person first and even alejandro is like well we should be good for a bit because good thing they ate the fat one alejandro is a psychopath 100 if if you could be over 100 percent, <laughs> he would be over 100 percent because he's fucking insane they cook what's left of his body and then they show them cutting off the cooked skin yeah well they did season him too so they seasoned him and spy kid goes i can't believe i'm i'm smelling my friend being cooked right now yeah oh was God. it good bon appetit 
Probably. <laughs> that is kind of horrifying. Tea, that probably. line is horrifying to be like, I'm yeah. smelling my my friend being cooked. And then, oh my God, the moment we've all been waiting for. Blonde lesbian doesn't feel great. Pee-pee-pee-pee. She's been telling everybody that she doesn't feel great. And then he's, she's like there in the corner and then she goes, uh-oh. She starts unzipping those pants. And before all... you even before she even gets the pants down, you're already hearing like yeah, the like, parts. All the noises, all the folding. And everybody goes to the other side of the cage. It's a tiny little cage, too. And yeah. she goes to this corner and it, she just lets it rip. Like cartoon waterfalling <laughs> diarrhea doo-doo. Like I'm worse than going... the perfection. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, many times that she's gripping the cage too. Yeah. Like, like cartoonish, very cartoonish. But Why honestly, did they insist on that? <laughs> this was, no, because I've always been very curious about like IBS do be acting up sometimes, you know? <laughs> like what if you're in this horror movie, like a hostile situation and you're like, I'm gonna shit my pants my tummy hurts <laughs> she does not have a good time in this movie <laughs> she just she oh they always do the lesbians so dirty but yeah like her apologizing the kids laughing, laughing at, at her. her like this is a comedy i said lesbian <laughs> is sick poop time <laughs> poop time where is it poop time, poop time. Beep, beep, boop, boop. Beep, beep, boop, boop. Oh um, gosh. And then it, yeah. now it's nighttime all of a sudden. Yeah. And then who says it? I wish I would have died in the crash. I think it and was her. Honestly, or was it Spy Kid? Spy Kid. I think it might have been. I think Spy it was Spy Kid. Because he's also but pretty like nervous kind of dude too. He he got done dirty this movie. Uh, he really did. This is when Alejandro con- confesses that this was all a PR stunt that they paid off the the cops and this was all going to happen basically and he's like there's always good people and there's bad people and we have to work together to get what we want i was like what is this insane plot and then he was like you think you think 9-11 wasn't an inside job i was like (laughs) 9-11 and then he was also like how do we get there he was like the war on drugs which i was like okay war on drugs you, you might be right there and then he's like, you think they didn't sabotage our plane? I was like, okay, he kind of has a point there. Oh, yeah, I guess. But then he's like, the new people are going to be here in three days. So basically, the cutoff is they have to survive three days. Yeah, because they basically, they they were paid to slow down this other company from bulldozing the place. So this other company that was paying them to go there could get there first and take out. It's really convoluted and confusing. It's a mess, but basically they could probably survive if they make it three days. One of the one of the kids in the village goes up to the cage, and Miss Justine, for some reason, brought her flute um, necklace that her father gave her, and then she goes, and it is so clearly like put in post. Yeah, because her fingers are not moving to the sound of the thing. Yeah. The kid likes it. Of just them, like, kid staring at her because he probably has never seen a pale lady like that in person. <laughs> and I, I was thinking, like, imagine if, like, I showed up with my blue hair. <laughs> They'd probably Maybe, kill me first. What the fuck? 
That bitch got a starfish on her head. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My favorite thing is before she plays the flute, Sam's like, Sam, that's the only other character I know because they say it a few times. She's the like the butch lesbian, quote unquote. Oh, the the redhead. Okay. Oh, which we forgot to mention, like very cautious lesbian. It's like we don't have seatbelts. And she's like, I got you. I got you. Yeah, this was um questionable. I feel like the predatory lesbian trope is not my favorite. And this was definitely tapping into that territory. Mm -hmm. Cause when she's like, uh, I can't give you my phone. I have half the campus there, naked pictures. I'm like, okay. And then she's like, they're freshmen or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, that, those are horrible stereotypes that I feel like have definitely affected the queer women community. Yeah. And you're not helping. Yeah. Eli Roth. And the other man that wrote this movie. Two dudes. (laughs) She's like, she's like the the tough lesbian trope. Yeah. I ran track in high school. Um, but she's like, I can get out of here. She gets up like through the top of the cage, immediately gets shot in the in the head with a dart. Like she didn't even look around to see if there was somebody looking. She just went, I'm going. I got this. Immediately gets knocked out. This is probably, um, this next bit is, oof, this is probably very rough because this is where, so the three women that are left get taken to the, to the yellow lady. (laughs) She's got jaundice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. From eating human meat, probably. She get she takes this knife. She, she takes the the pants oh my god okay she pulls the pant the maybe pants a little down. warning uh maybe a Oof. trigger warning for like vaginal penetration yeah um so oof. she grabs an a weird knife mm-hmm. looks like a horn it, it yeah kind of like a horn and then she starts oof, checking to see if they're virgins or not by like poking it and see if they bleed mm-hmm. um she does the, the same knife for the three of them, which I think is a little bit unhygienic, but whatever. Yeah. Um, the two lesbians don't, but Justine does. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everybody's like cheering. So this is a little bit of foreshadowing. Yeah, I think, like a from I our, guess a virgin sacrifice. Moment. No, I think. Or were uh, they gonna just keep her? I think they were. What they were gonna do was do the whole ritual, do the FGM thing. And maybe like after she's healed and everything, her meat is like holy or pure or something. Mm. Speaking of pure, the sponsor of this podcast is Pure for Men. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Speaking of poop. <laughs> Speaking of poop. <laughs> oh my God. This is when um, she's a runner. She's a track star. Sam decides she's going to make another breakthrough, uh, a break for it, even though y'all just had this plan that, what do they, they make a distraction with the phone, right? This is very cartoony. Like they make the phone, do the, like the ringtone thing and they throw it into the bush. And so the guy that's looking at them goes down and looks for the phone. Literally turns like a PS2 character. Like, oh, hold on, my dog is barking. Let me, you hear him. Yeah, it's the yellow lady. He's, he's, she's here to take me. Yes, Coming me. to get you. No. Oh, well, she's, I don't want her horn up my Buddha home. Craig says, please be quiet. Did you hear that last one? Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah, their, their cartoonish uh, plan. They're, they started, the, the man has walked away. You were still talking. What, what, what goes next? <laughs> they like push her up because they can only get out of the cage from like the top things. Mm-hmm. And she starts running. She's a, she's a runner. She's a track star. And oh, wow. she, she, she makes it onto the boat, lays flat on the boat. And I was just sitting there thinking, like, are there gators in Peru? <laughs> when does it come? You were still hopeful. After an I, hour and 15 minutes, you were like, it, it has to come. I thought she was going to start swimming and then the gator was going to come and then eat the whole village. That's what I thought. Um, could you imagine watching a a gator movie and you don't see a gator until (laughs) three fourth into the movie and the and the plot line is cannibals and then the gator yeah oh and then she shows up (laughs) yeah but yeah so she makes it to the boat and then that's the last time we see her they uh she made the run for it yeah Yeah. oh justine does come back she comes back all painted white yeah, traumatized. And she doesn't even know what happened because she was drugged. And then the asshole doesn't care because uh, bald-headed man is like, they're going to probably kill her. And he's like, more days for us. He's the worst. Alejandro is the worst. When we um, say we hate men, we mean him specifically. We mean, yeah. Alejandro. The actor too. <laughs> he looked, he was supposed to be in college. He looked like he was 40. He was balding, like... Well, you can be in college and you can be old too. Like at the the crazy thing about college is you'll be in a presentation, like a group presentation, and you got like an eighty year old like grandma, uh, someone who does OnlyFans, and then some like random country dude, and then me. Like that's our group. But but then he was also like the leader of this group, so he was clearly full time. That was all he was doing. And also, she was a freshman too this is weird speaking of weird they get food so the the kids come in and they they bring them like soup and like meat and the uh, Alejandro is like oh this is like this is just uh pig stuff blah 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 and other lesbian girl is like I'm vegan and everyone starts eating and she just starts to eat too but then she notices at the bottom of the bowl after she drinks it. Because I don't think it was the bowl it was made out of. I think it was like a piece of her skin that was in it. And they were feeding all of them her body. Oh, you think? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I wrote down, they're eating the lesbian and not in the good way. Not this. <laughs> but not yeah. This. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was a piece of her skin. Yeah, because the kids, all the kids are playing. Because she has noticeable tattoos. And we get a cutscene too of all the tattoos like the kids are like putting the tattoos on their body so fucked up and so um she literally grabs the bowl smashes it on the ground grabs a sharp edge of the bowl and slits her throat yeah she said fuck this shit uh going out juliet wishes yeah oh my god and it it's very like lesbian trope of being like because I don't think they knew each other prior to this trip no but they've fallen in love in a week I I think it was she was definitely going a little crazy since the beginning like when she was like 
the mosquitoes and it was all very overwhelming I think that was just like the tipping point of her being like I cannot handle this without my support person who's been with me the entire time we've yeah been which but that's still kind of crazy like you barely <laughs> yeah. know this person and you just slit your throat because of them and everyone is like freaking the fuck out too but there's nothing they can do but then they come up with this idea to shove weed down her throat and like they're gonna eat her anyways let's get them super high and try to escape yeah (laughs) so and we see them like stuffing her like down like this weed all the way down her body and what's happening while that's going on Alejandro Alejandro is literally masturbating in the corner of the cage like looking at the dead body jerking off yeah and he's like in stress situations you gotta you gotta do this so you can you can make it through you release some energy and then bald guy goes you want me to release some energy and starts choking him and he's still jerking still going off at it. <laughs> literally still going at it while he's still getting choked that's when the others come in and they take her body and they cook her up and alejandro is like you guys are like this is a scooby-doo plan which it kind of is yeah very much the entire movie feels like a scooby-doo plan but also i want to say i think it's in very poor taste that he was jerking off while justine is like getting prepared to get her clit cut off yeah that and there's a dead body right there and he was like well this is the time (laughs) the whole the whole situation is just really fucked up yeah and so they take her body, they cook it, they all get high. And so they take the time to now flee. And as the process of fleeing, so Bald Man and Justine get out. When Spy Kid is about to get out, there was another dart that made it into the cage. And Alejandro stabs it into him and knocks him out. Because he was like, I need food for when they come back or whatever. No, he said, like, I, I can't be alone when they kill me. Like, coward. He was always like, you know what? It's over. We're going to get killed anyways. But yeah. then he was scared. I hate you. Justine and Bald Man, they make a run for it. Justine fall like, they're, they're going around the riverbank. Justine, like, <laughs> casually jumps into the water and then now <laughs> is drowning. So then that's a whole ordeal for, like, five minutes. And at one point when he's like pulling her out of the water, I thought he was about to get like an arrow through the head or something. Like I was, I was expecting that to happen. If I, if I was bald man, I would have fucking ran. Fucking left her. Yeah. Because their plan is to go back to the, almost to the airport, um, uh, to go back to the airplane (laughs) to find the GPS that may or may not be there. And spoiler alert, they make it back there. The GPS is dead, but they find a phone in, what's her name, Kara? The girlfriend yeah yeah which they had to when they get back to the the airplane like there's so many refugees of all the dead passengers and of course they get caught because they like look up because one of the the body falls on justine and they like look up and it's like just they get darted i was like after like how, all of that how hard it is how hard is it to get a phone out of somebody's pocket without yeah. like they drop the body it's just it's a it's a mess yeah I just would have not gone back there. I'm not going to risk it. If I don't see the phone here, I'm like, okay, we're headed out. And hope we don't find a crock. Or yeah. in my case, hope You we were don't. like, please. <laughs> Even a cameo. When she, when, she, when she fell into the river, I was like, it's happening. 
<laughs> 30 minutes left. It, it, it's going to happen. Turns into a crack movie. Um, it unfortunately doesn't. They get back before that happens. So Spy mm-hmm. Kid guy, he like wakes up and he's outside of the cage, cage somehow. For some reason, yeah. And the two like villagers are high looking at him laughing. And he's doing all these like finger tricks, like, oh, my thumb. Uh, yeah. And so they like take his hand and start biting at him. And yeah. then he's running through the whole village and everyone starts chasing him. And then because they have the munchies, he literally says, oh no, they have the munchies. And everybody in the village just like eats him alive. Alive. Like you can see the flesh and everything, like the tendons getting ripped mm-hmm. off his body. This was, oof, this is probably the worst one for me. Yeah. This one and the first one. Which first one? The arrow through the head? No. The or no, no. And the oh, yeah. He, he had the worst one, I feel. Because he didn't know. Like, that was the first, the reveal. Yeah. He was like, oh, I'm laying on this marble slab. What's going to happen? Eyeball <laughs> out. Other eyeball out. Tongue out. Tongue. Mm. Arm. <laughs> <laughs> he dies. Justine wakes up, and she's just hearing, like, someone getting beat and it's the bald guy he's just getting beat on a stick uh yeah yellow face guys is breaking every limb in his body yeah and then he like puts this like green goop on him and i'm like what is this are they about to set him on fire like is this a flammable thing no we get cgi ants stellar cgi now pretend that bees are attacking you nick nick cage pretend the bees are attacking you (laughs) Yeah, he's probably like, ah, <laughs> not the ants. Like he's, he's, he dies via, well, he doesn't die via uh, ants, but he gets a little bit mm-hmm. fucked up from that. And yeah. in the process, Justine is getting prepared for the ceremony. She's getting her whole, her whole body is now white. And before something can happen, like I think the, the yellow lady is about to do something. They hear someone coming in and it's someone from the tribe carrying a construction worker's head, basically insinuating like, they're here, let's go kill them. So they're going all to war now. Justine is still there. And then there's another lady there that's still preparing her. And where do we go from here? So the kid who had an obsession with her necklace comes in, cuts her arms loose. And so she uses that and she cuts her feet loose. And then she pretends she's still tied up. And then when the when the woman comes to, comes to like use the powder that they use to like make them go to sleep, yeah, she yanks her nose ring like completely. Yeah, off the whole piercing face. out. Oh my god, that was kind of funny because she goes ah, ah, and then that's it. Yeah, she goes ah, and then just like then she like does the she like drugs her and she knocks out. So yeah. then. Justine's like, okay, I'm going to make her run for it. Walk slowly out. Walk slowly to the guy that had the ants all over him. And he's like, kill me. And she's like, I don't want to do that. So the the young boy that likes her just slits his throat. He doesn't understand them either. He was probably just like, bitch, shut up. We got places to be. <laughs> we got to go. I'm going to get in trouble. Um, and yeah, so she starts following the kid. Mm-hmm. And then Alejandro sees him. And he's like, wait. Bring me, I'm still here. Justine, Justine. I would have said and nothing. Yeah, because as Miss Taylor Allison Swift once said, I don't regret it one bit because he had it coming. 
if a man talks shit, then I owe him nothing. That's what she said. Does she say shit too? Yeah. Wow, she's a baddie. But yeah, she makes a run for it. A kid and like an older guy spot them running away. And so they make it to the woods and he's telling her to go this way, but he's not going. And is like handing back the necklace, but she lets him keep it. So she runs off. And then the other two like villagers like scold him like bitch you're getting a big ass you're getting a big ass whooping when your mom comes back okay you're gonna get eaten instead (laughs) yeah um but then justine sees the jaguar again for some reason Mm -hmm. and then she just like goes towards it and honestly i'd rather face the jaguar too yeah she said i'm in between getting shot by these people and being eaten (laughs) alive or i'm just gonna go to this jaguar and get eaten alive and so she goes towards the jaguar and the jaguar is gonna kill her instantly so i'd rather have the jaguar it doesn't oh, kill her it doesn't it's just, she just, just crab works. walks by <laughs> and then she makes it to the thing and that's where we get the iconic film camera film camera camera because they're they're having a fucking whole ass war going on with the the guys <laughs> with the guns and the villagers and she steps on the guy that is the guy with the yellow face I think he gets like shot in the head too. And they're about to shoot her, but she's like, I'm American. I got camera. You know me. I have a camera. And everyone's stopping and they're all just staring at her. (laughs) And one of the army guys goes, maldita gringa. And then that's it. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. And they, they, oh, the smart thing she does, because the phone is fucking broken. It's not really recording anything. Mm -hmm. She She takes the phone and she like, drops it like on a rock to make it look like she broke or it broke so when the guy goes over and he picks it up like the phone's broken so they take her and she flies away safe and sound yeah and you can see alejandro watching the plane leave and he goes i'm still here but honestly when they like see the village yeah from the air but anyways i don't care i'm so glad they didn't see it because fuck him (laughs) That's like basically the end of the movie. She gets back to her place and she's talking to her dad and I guess some UN people. And instead of telling them like what happened, she's like, the village people, they took care of me and they were so nice and nothing wrong happened until those really mean, nasty construction people came along. Which honestly, I think was the most activism done in this movie um, because she's like, yeah, we just kind of went into their territory and like we fucked everything up and like they're living their lives. I think this is a very important time to say that indigenous tribes all over the world are being wiped out. This actually happens. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is a, a terrible image that they're portraying of indigenous tribes. Yes. Um, we, we have, I think, seven indigenous tribes left here in Costa Rica and they all have contact with non-indigenous people because of we have universal health care so doctors go into the villages to mm-hmm. see like pregnant people and sick people and everything still just leave them alone yeah like when that, that one missionary guy tried to go to that island of like people who had not been outside like had no outside people got like go to them before and he died. He got shot because they were like, don't fucking go there. You're going to get killed. 
you shouldn't go there. And plus you're going to bring all these diseases. But this fucking missionary Christian boy was like, I'm going to go. And they fucking killed him and exposed probably all of them to diseases. But there's no way that us would like us as people would know because we're not trying to get in contact with them because that's their preference. They don't want to, like, we have to respect their boundaries. If they don't want us there, don't go there. And I think that was the one good thing Justine did. She was like, I'm just going to tell them so they'll leave them alone. Yeah. And they did have like reports because the guy was like, there were reports of these people being cannibals. And she was like, nope. But yeah, um, final thoughts. Watching this movie was exhausting. I did have to have a drink. <laughs> you told me that too. You're like, I have to drink for this. <laughs> it's so exhausting. It's like everything is happening all at once, like eyeballs and shot in the head and propellers and it's just cgi ants and (laughs) cgi ants spy kid dick and balls and then dick and balls we don't see head but we see neck (laughs) yeah but oh my god did you notice in the credits it's like whoever the actor person was and then their twitter ad are you serious (laughs) yes was that for everyone or just the dick and balls guy everybody everybody all their twitter ads were next to the yeah the credits (laughs) that is so that is peak camp camp. wow (laughs) you bitches can't even spell camp i totally forgot to say this but when i watched this in theaters i don't know if i told you this i think i did When I watched this in theaters, it was only me, my brother, our mutual friend, and then like another friend, and then one other person sitting by themselves. So what am I, what am I doing during this movie? I'm fucking cracking jokes because this movie is so stupid. And of course we're all laughing and stuff. And the guy goes, can you please stop talking to me? And I was like, I'm sorry, you're so invested in this movie. The, 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 movie the poo poo peeping movie i was like are you serious you're really like you and i i've talked to many people and they say that this is one of their favorite horror movies what yes worms inside the brain you know what i feel like this is the movie version of stockholm syndrome because i do remember being it fun because every time we talked about it, I was like, that movie is so fun. And then I rewatched it and I was like, no, it's just bad. And you were like, oh, I really like the dark web. <laughs> and then, and we then you rewatch it, it. And you're like, I hate this movie. Yeah. Um, but that was Green Inferno. I mean, I know you already said this earlier, but I'm going to ask you again. Do you think you would have survived this movie? Absolutely not. And if I did, I would have killed myself. <laughs> you would have been like her and been like, my lesbian lover. Bye. I would have survived this movie. You know how? How? I would have been like her best friend, Sky, who was like, no, I'm not going. Because it seems like she's going to go, but she's like, no. Fair enough. Yeah, I would have been like, missionary work? You're fucking stupid. I'm staying home. You're you're an idiot. You're dumb liberal. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I would have survived. I would have not made it on no tiny plane. I'm not flying in no tiny plane because they foreshadow it in the beginning because uneasy lesbian girls like I'm nervous flying on planes because the small planes always crash if they would have been like free trip to Peru I would have been like okay cool but then I would have made it to the hotel and then when he's like guns I would have been like I'm staying here yeah I don't know y'all like that cannibals and gators and no yeah no no gators no gators this is what this movie needed (laughs) what would you have changed about this movie 
Because I feel like it has the elements to be a good movie, but it's not. Yeah. I maybe like, I would have probably scrapped all the college students, missionary work, all of that. And I think it would have been cute, like, like um, black water situation where they kind of just got stuck there. Mm-hmm. Um, they were kind of just visiting and then they got stuck there. Yeah. I feel like it would have been way better because I do feel like the plot gets a little convoluted with the whole college protests. Yeah. All of that. Because Americans, you- Americans do get into some weird shit i know one girl here uh, in costa rica an american she was here vacationing and we have this bridge called the Tercoles bridge um but the gators the gators or the crocodiles no no gators it's crocodiles i think it's um it's known as like the crocodile bridge because you go there and you literally look down and there's like 60 or 70 crocodiles and this girl she came here and she was hanging like on the outside with one hand just like there if she would have fallen that girl would have gotten eaten alive i think she was banned from the country oh i would have been like camera film it <laughs> film it yeah oh, it God. Was yeah white people are insane so i feel like it is believable that they would get into that situation if like some some local quote-unquote would have been like Give me a hundred bucks and I'll take you to like a secluded place because Americans love that. Mm-hmm. Because and they're then stupid. they get stuck there. I went the VIP tour and then they die. Yeah, the VIP tour was death. <laughs> exactly. I think it would have been more believable if it was just tourists and crocs. Oh my god! Just add some crocodiles when one of you is escaping. You, Do you know, like that. the the tension of like, let's say the lesbian gets to the to the river and there's no boat so she's like i'm gonna start i'm gonna start swimming i'm gonna, start yeah. swimming, I'm gonna get to the other side and then when she's like swimming she feels something and then she's like what was that what was that and then she looks behind her and the croc just goes and then that's it or so i know how i'd make this movie better okay we take the location and move it somewhere else we push bikini bottom <laughs> so <laughs> I would have it in a very secluded place in the continent of Africa. Don't, maybe in the DR. Uh, No, not DR, DC. No, no, it's DR. No. The Republic of Congo? RC. (laughs) No, I think it's DR, the Dominican, the something Republic of, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so we don't have cannibals. Okay. We don't have Crocs. Damn it. Hippos. They kill <gasps> at least 2,000 people a year. We need a hippo movie. Their PR team is too good. They kill, but, they kill like, I think 200 times more people than sharks do in a year. But they're not as scary as Crocs. They don't look as scary. Like visually. Add I know fangs. They are- Add fangs. They already got two teeth in the front. Add fangs. Hippos, the Thanks. movie. <laughs> Two hippos, one boat, or something like that, you know? <gasps> I was going to say, because there is an African, I think it's called Primeval, and it's a croc movie. Make it a hippo. 
I need to see a hippo horror movie. Killer hippo. Killer hippo. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Did you know that they don't swim? They just like jump. Yeah, they're they're really fast though. Yeah, yeah, because they're I don't remember what they evolved from. But what are they, they a Pokemon? They, they don't like swim. They go, they like go to the bottom of the water and then they jump. They do swim too, but so they, they do like dive. Yeah. Yeah. If there ever is a hippo movie, let's review it. I'm writing the script. If- <laughs> <laughs> I always imagine you can cut all this out. This is stupid. I'm going to keep like, it in. I always dreamed of making a croc movie that was set here. Like in Costa Rica? In Costa Rica. Because, like, there's a whole potential storyline because uh, one of the universities for, like, a marine biology or something, they conducted a study and they released, like, crocs into some rivers and then they just couldn't control them. Mm-hmm. It got super out of hand. And so, and there was always this one story that I think would be the perfect opening about the guy movie about the guy the guy you told fired. me he got fired and he went to a bar and he got super drunk and then he got kicked out of the bar and he got on a bus and then he was like i want to go for a swim so he got out of the bus and he went into the Faracolis bridge which is infested with crocodiles and the next day they, they found his found head his head imagine mm. the opening of a croc movie being that I think you can make the script. It'll have to be like 80 pages or 90 because one page is roughly one minute. But yeah. once you get like writing in a script, because I've, I've written a script for a TV pilot before, um, not like an official TV pilot, just like one that I made up. Um, Same. Oh my God, we're going to talk about this later. Oh my God. We're going to be, I could sell it. I could sell the idea to someone. Okay. Um, but yeah, you could do that. We're making a croc movie. We're making a croc hippo. <gasps> croc versus hippo. <laughs> killer croc versus killer hippo. I feel like the the video there that there is of a hippo versus a croc, the croc gets fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the hippo can, like, hippos can, like, eat watermelons like they're nothing. And watermelons are, like, I think they're the same density of a head, like a human head. So, like, how you see a hippo crush a watermelon, now imagine that's your head. That's a good death scene. <laughs> We're making this movie. Okay. Now, okay, so there's a river, right? It's underneath this bridge. Instead of crocodiles, it's hippos. Just hundreds of hippos. Oh my god. Yeah, it's an imaginary Costa Rica like in Jurassic Park. Wait, have you seen that video like someone playing that on a harmonica? Yeah, that's so bad. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm literally it. <laughs> and it's just hippos. <laughs> well, now, Paula, where can we find you? <laughs> um. Well, uh, in the future, uh, writing a croc hippo movie. But right now, uh, on Twitter at Stan Lexi, I'm <laughs> like the Grey's Anatomy character. <laughs> uh listen to i think it's episode 14 i don't, I don't remember which one the first yeah. one with paula they 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 talk up they they give us the lore behind their first name stan last name lexi 
Dan Lexi, my government name. But yeah, just on Twitter. I'm usually there all the time. Me too. Yeah, that's uh, actually stay on the line TC on Twitter and then stay on the line podcast on Instagram. And you can find me on most platforms under my name. That's T-E-R-R-A-H-C-A-R-D. And if you love this podcast, make sure to rate and review it. And it would mean a lot if you voted for this podcast for Best of the Coast 2021, baby. I was nominated for Drag Queen. I literally have my 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 award. So this was 2020 and this Yay! was 2019. Runner up, baby. We're, so we're gonna if get I, it this time. Yeah. Um, I I at least want to be nominated for the podcast. That would be like freaking cool. Yes. So that was this episode. Um, and because I realized I never said this on an episode until the last one I did, episode 29. So I put out new episodes every Thursday. (laughs) I didn't notice that until like 30 episodes into the podcast. That's something important that should be said. So make sure y'all listen every Thursday in the morning or at night, wherever you live. I usually get the episode out at 2 a.m. Central time because I try to publish it then. So it's like midnight, roughly for like uh, West, East, Western, what? California, yeah, West. California time. Uh, not, yeah, East side, California. No, <laughs> I literally have to go West side to think of California. So Shut up. thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Make sure you uh, share the podcast with all your friend or friends. If you have more. All your friend. <laughs> And until next time, make sure you stay on the line. Bye. Bye. Film, film, camera, film. Camera, camera. <laughs>